Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, welcome back to Lick It Like a Lollipop. We have Via Peach back, our guest that was on a couple months ago. And y'all know she moved to Nashville and it has been nonstop uh, elevation. Oh, thank you, thank you. So worse. I'm in love with Peach. I follow her on all the social medias. I stalk her posts. I reshare shit. I gotta tell you, I tried to watch Survivor because you're on it, right? And so I and I was excited. I got about 10 minutes into the first episode, and they just are like all talking about like how difficult their backgrounds have been to get up to where they are right now. And I'm like, damn, I don't have the patience for this. Can y'all get naked and run through the wilderness or something? God damn. <laughs> you back on survivor you're on no there? no no, not yet <laughs> no you are on there now you gotta say i am because... i'm man i'm helping her manifest it i'm, yeah, like, I'm gonna watch it i'm yes, gonna already... it. so what we really want to talk about is you've been really promoting um a lot of things we're just gonna run it back that tiktok is trying to like really shut you down she went viral on tiktok y'all since she's on mm-hmm. our podcast she had a video that had like 4.5 million views i think at six its- million it hit six million okay six million what okay there you go and the fact that they banned her for a video that they showed and pushed and popped and pulled to everyone for an extended amount of time and they said it's still going like people would be saying i'm still rotating in some aspects but no one can find my tiktok it's just like oh this is great what did it get taken down for because you were deep throating i i honestly don't know i i it could have been when i went live they said i said something bad when i went live and maybe promoting my only fans i don't know could have oh, been one yeah, of yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why. That's against their guidelines. You know, honestly, I don't go like- I've never read the guidelines. So. <laughs> you know what? I've seen people, because I follow um, some accounts that have, like, OnlyFans that I've met because of Bunny's podcast and stuff. And people just be really cheeky with, like, they'll call it Only Golf. Or they'll be like, I just wanted to show you the only fan that I have in my house. And it just watched a video that I posted on another platform of talking about my only fan. Yeah. And see, I just never knew because, you know, I just made it. So I just, I didn't know. So I just woke up one day and the TikTok was gone. It was a quick run though. You went up quick. I'm gonna, and that's the second time. I'm, I'm just what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do it again because I posted that video once before and it did it. So that's what that was my second time posting it. Now I'm gonna do, try to do it a third time, maybe like in a year, see what it does. That's smart. That's smart though. 
You know, I we mean, were talking about TikTok in general, how much they're suppressing content and how it's not even fun at this point. No, that I, and, and honestly, like I've heard it for a long time that, that people are just so fucking sick of TikTok just deleting accounts and just, you know, their bots just shut stuff down and that people go are more to YouTube shorts. And I, I should have just been pushing that and just... They just say with music, you know, TikTok's the way to go. And then you got to get your TikTok following for music. And I can, I see how, like, when I did go viral, like, it really did trickle. Like, my Instagram went up, my TikTok, my Twitter went up. Like, I was getting traction. Like, I can see how that happens. But the next time I make a TikTok, like, I'm just going to have to be really kosher. (laughs) I think you could just be yourself on TikTok and people really will relate to that like I think some of your experiences if you talked about some of those and then that draws people into your music more too true true so I love the your new single that you've been promoting and we're excited to talk about it and have you on so tell us a little bit of the background with the new single that you're putting out Better Days. Better Days is the new single. Drops January 6, 2023. And let me tell you what. And and before our last podcast, we were talking about me deciding on what single, you know, like and I what the process was me trying to decide. So I did like a listening party in my little peach support group, Facebook group thing, which I don't know if I have you guys in it or not, but I have to add you if I don't. Um and just played all my unreleased music basically and had people vote on it or like do like a little survey uh, what they think my next single should be and overwhelming the majority of people really liked better days and right around that time I was performing like kind of a lot and for whatever reason I was getting and I and when I performed I was literally asking an audience like let me know like what your favorite song is <laughs> you know like I want feedback and just people kept coming up to me and um or even if I didn't ask feedback they would just come up to me after I performed and was like I, I really love that last song you know that last song really touched me or gave me goosebumps or you know um so I just kept listening to that feedback and, and I just felt like that should be the next song that I put out. And I wanted to put out more, I I knew I wanted to move towards more positive songs. Um, Not that my songs are negative, but just the message that I'm trying to put out as far as VIP and my brand and stuff was, you know, my whole strategy with VIP and my music was that the first songs that I released were going to be very, catchy and sexy and you know attention grabbing songs to like people like oh my god I can't believe she's talking about freak bitches and oh you know throw it back and you know just um all these kind of songs that really kind of get people's attention but then I would move towards more of the meaningful songs like okay I got your attention now now here's me and what I really want to talk yeah, about yeah. <laughs> that's how it works with everything because I know Gemini is coming up like the year anniversary of her podcast Coven of Rejects and our six-month anniversary of Lick It Like a Lollipop so it's like we're just looking at that growth because when you start documenting your growth through music or art or and you can look back on it in a visual representation like wow look at my content or look at my art a year ago growth, yeah year ago look at my body a year ago or you know what I mean and it's like Mm -hmm. people underestimate those small changes that put you in alignment and I know that you've been really doing a lot of really cool stuff in Nashville as well on top of traveling back and forth I think the Cincy and 
everywhere else that you said you still would. So that's, that's cool. I love that for you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. The growth for sure. And, and congratulations on, on your guys' success too, with that, with all their podcasts and, um, it really just someone else that, you know, messaged me, um, that's been following my content for a while and was just like, I think this is like a turning point for you or like, it just seems different or like, you know, um, and I, I just love, I don't know. It's so satisfying to me that when people understand the messages that I'm trying to put out with my marketing or, you know, like, or people are actually understanding the story I'm trying to tell and that they also can feel this like turning point in my art and music is really cool. I think it's cool that the people that listen to you and follow you are comfortable enough to come to you and like directly communicate with you. Because I think that a lot of people who share their art don't get that back. Facts. Yeah. I'm, I really love that they do too. Honestly, I got, I'm glad that they feel open enough to, to reach out to me and tell me these things. Cause that's, that's what keeps me going. Like sometimes I just, when I get so frustrated, I'm just like, this is just who even cares. And then someone messages me and like, Oh, I can't, or, or like, will comment. I can't wait till this comes out or, you know, um, just those small details about, or, you know, better days. Um, someone talking about how like the emotion of it and, just like that's why they're a fan of me and stuff and and that was my point with this song you know like when I decided to make music was because I was a fan of music and you know Kesha praying was a really um important song for me I listened to it on my way to my divorce and on the way back actually I mean I'm just a song in general I probably pay I'm a person that like puts a song on repeat and just like wears it out so that song was a song that I I wore out and just cried and cried and cried and in until it didn't make me cry anymore basically like and it just like got it out of me and I wanted to make that kind of song I was like I want to make a song that makes people feel this kind of stuff <laughs> you know so, so- the music video I know is kind of like a really emotional and I saw those clips where you have that hat on and there's like a sunset behind you and that is on point baby girl that is the reason that we were like yeah we'll let you do whatever you want to do if you want to talk about going to the moon with this song let's talk about it because honestly I'm really excited because the artistry that you're already putting into those details and just not those details overall but like the emotion like you said you can feel that and I think Gemini and myself really support people who get into those emotions and start like stirring them around and using them and working with them and you know we get amazing messages from people and it really does change your life when people are giving you this feedback like you're helping me so much you inspire me it changes everything it's like I can't be stopped yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I, I'm talking about, I have put so much thought into all of this, but you know, not just the song, but just, I'm talking about when I listened to the song, you know, I wrote down what colors came to mind and like, where do you, you know, where do I see when I'm listening to the song? Um, I also asked Sydney, I said, you know, I played this song for Sydney. I was like, Sydney, what do you think of when you hear this? What colors do you see? What, you know, like, where are you at when you hear it? You know, like I asked it for a lot, a lot of different people and wrote down kind of the common colors, the common places and things that they saw. And those are the images that I'm trying to put out, you know, the sunrises, the sunsets, the yellows, the greens, the blues, the, so that's all the artistry and marketing and everything that I've put 
into the whole process. So so fucking beautiful. I had no idea that you were putting that much like because that's like actual intention. And I feel like that. How do I say I think that you're helping other people to be able to like manifest things for themselves based off of you making music specifically for what like they're seeing in their reality. And I like, that's really cool. Thank you. I was going to say, whenever you decided to pick this song and it's like an emotional song, do you have a lot of other emotional songs? Um, I do, but this one in particular, I feel like, because, and that's why I think, people will like it so much because it is it is so raw and real and because I really when I made it I was I just was I could feel the emotion I was putting into it so I feel like it's just translating like and it's very authentic and I think that's why it's connecting with people so much especially when I perform it live because anytime I perform it live I, I get chills myself when I perform because I feel like I'm just still putting that same emotion into it when I perform it um so I, the other songs that I have like there's definitely still some that are are emotional but in a different way like this one was kind of going I made it and wrote it during um kind of like the time where Cincinnati was kind of attacking me and I just was kind of hopeless with a lot of stuff and was like god damn when am I gonna see better days bro <laughs> you know like I was just like frustrated and this particular beat um by uh slick bezel who's a producer in cincinnati um i this beat just really kind of brought that out in me like i listened to the beat while i was driving and that's just what i heard i think the beat actually was called better days though i i will say i piggybacked off of that but that's just what I, maybe he heard it when he was making the beat or whatever so um i just was singing it and was like see better days <laughs> so I love that. That's where I got yeah. it fired. And so you posted about the video too. And I know that the video is super special and has like really deep meaning behind at least one of the scenes that you've shown in there. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, the music video. And I'm doing something different because usually my strategy is that I'll release the song and then a couple weeks later I'll release the video just because I feel like sometimes I... <sighs> I don't like to split the viewership of it. Like I want people to focus on the song and then focus on the video, but doing a different strategy of releasing the video the same day uh, as I released the single. Um, And the video, I actually had a kind of a harder time thinking of a concept for this video just because it wasn't as clear, like as a consensus with it. But the more I thought about it and I got a lot of feedback from a couple other people too, Again, asking what they saw, where where they were thinking of it. Um, I basically wanted to tell the whole kind of journey in a short amount of time <laughs> as far as where I started and then where, you know, and then me going into better days. So, like, it's going to start off um, and it's going to first time I actually be kind of do like a skit. Like, I'm going to start off with a skit before the actual song starts of an actual fight that happened between me and my ex-husband probably like 13 something years ago um over red beans and rice so uh we had gotten into a fight I cooked him dinner 
and I was pregnant at the time and um I was like probably 19 years old probably and I was missing red beans and rice from the meal and he got really mad about it he was and and, and um he demanded that I go to the stores like eight o'clock at night and he said I need to go to the store and go get the red beans and rice and I was like by the time I go like and get the food like and come back and make it like you're gonna be asleep anyways like what is the fucking point I was like just eat the food <laughs> that I've already made for you and he just refused like he pushed me off the bed and just started screaming at me about it and I just ended up leaving and I had a miscarriage the next day and um so I've kind of just put that in a skit in the, to the beginning of it and then after that happens um, I show myself going into like the divorce and me deciding to be a model and me seeing these better days and like me and Sydney buying our house and just showing the progression. Wow. That's um, deep. That's you know, so fucking deep. We've been <laughs> deep conversations with some real deep intentions and I feel like the reason this song's going to be successful and everyone listening we talk about intentions all the time it's because literally it doesn't matter if she like gets like a frappe that she thinks looks pretty she's like better days drop in at the bottom of it like at the bottom of every post yep. well, by the way this song's coming out too because like I'm doing something cool right now but pay attention to this yeah and I think that's really intentional and I know um a spiritual practitioner that I know that does that as well as big empress energy and now she's blown up and everyone knows who she is and every time I share her now everyone's like sharing it and it's like super viral and stuff and it's cool because I watched her go from like no one supporting the vision but like a few people to now everyone is sharing and I think that that's because when you believe in yourself it just people get convinced that they're going to believe in you too, because you unwaveringly are supporting your own dreams and visions and fueling your own energy. And you're like, you know, I don't care if I get five likes or 500, I'm going to post the shit anyways. So y'all can miss me with it. I don't care. I'm not worried about it. Your opinion doesn't matter. And I think, you know, Gemini and me do that too. Like we post a lot and like when it's about something motivating, sometimes people miss the whole point of the post. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, that's the, the strategy too. just um, and I've learned that from from my past marketing. So too, just like anything that I post, I make it about the song, <laughs> you know, just like um, da, 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 better days, you know, <laughs> but, I know. And I'm, I really admire that. Actually, that that actually gives me motivation to speak more about my business and my mentor program and my things that I do, because if people don't know, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, there, you know, people, that's what I learned from the, the beginning was just like, you know, people will either get inspired or, or fall off. So um, I, people ask me that all the time, like, how do you get the courage to post a lot or post this or that? I'm just like, I, like you said, if you, I don't care if I get five likes or, or 10 likes, um, someone's going to pay attention. <laughs> so, and, and, well, and, and I just, companies do like, that. Huh? I said like big companies do that and stuff too. Like you constantly are getting emails and anytime that there's some, they're always promoting themselves and it's, you should be doing the exact same thing. Cause if you don't believe in your vision and you're not pushing your vision, how is anybody else going to believe in it or push it? If they're like, she's not even on her own shit. Exactly. And then, you know, a lot of artists failed with the promotion of it too. Like, um, you know, the post one time or, or they don't, they really, that's what I'm saying. I've been promoting it for almost, 
you know, I want to do a whole, you're supposed to do like eight weeks, whatever, but I've been promoting it since like October, probably, you know, like I wanted to just drill it into people's brains. Like what's January 6th? When you think January 6th, you should just automatically know better days at that point, you know, like. Honestly, I love seeing your posts because you are so motivational and that's why I like supporting you. And that's why we wanted to have you back on the podcast because this energy is fire and you have been putting so much energy into it. Thank you. Yeah, I just, like I said, it's an important song. Um, and I, I just been trying to get better. Every song that I release, you know, like learn something from my last release that I didn't do or they could have done better. Um, and, and, you know, it's still just me pushing it. I wasn't able to put the amount of money that I really want to be able to put into like paid advertising this time. Again, that's just like that one piece that I'm still missing from my rollout plans is just like the paid marketing budgets for it right now it's still always just gonna be me posting it on all the things every day <laughs> you know so um, I you mentioned something about an app that you were going to be using yeah. Can you elaborate on that just as a creator I want to hear a little bit about yeah I found a, an app called later um and it was because I've been searching for like an automatic one that I can so I can stay off my phone so much and I, have to, and I don't have to wake up every day and make all the things and post it everywhere but I finally found one that was easy to use and I can put all of the usually just give you like you can post a couple but no I was able to finally put all seven of my Instagrams and three of my Facebooks and my two Twitters you know like and use all of them at once and to be able to just plan it all out and then be like, okay, it's going to post on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all at the same time. <laughs> so um, that was a goal of mine to start doing more of that planned um, strategic posting. I said I was going to do like a planned weekly live every week on TikTok and I did for a while, but it's so draining. And like you said earlier, I know you mentioned they, they like to ban people after they go live. Because going live is the only way that you're relevant on that algorithm. The algorithm yeah. is based on live because you're getting gifts that people are buying from TikTok at 100%. And then they're giving you a fraction of it and keeping the other 95%. And it's like, <clears throat> they want to keep you on there as much as possible. But they also want you to be like pressed or stressed about it too. Like that's why right. they do the little things they do. Yeah, that's how yeah, all these apps, they want, you know, the longer you're on it, the more you're on it, they reward you with this and they put your posts higher and blah, blah, blah. Like right now, Facebook, I'm still restricted on my posts and the algorithm. Like once you've been red flagged so much, like in the restriction thing, I said I was, you know, blocked from this group for seven days and this and that, but my posts are still lower in the feed for the next 30 days. So even on that, you know, like I finally, I think Instagram finally, I you know, was able to go live on Instagram again. So I've been been able to do that and stay relevant on their Instagram. Just been my home, but I I know there's a new one called Hive. I've been trying to get a little more active. We already got it, baby. We, we got already one. got it, baby. It's happened because you know I had a score that made in Kentucky. I can't let a scammer come up on my name. So tap in on it, Hive, y'all. Everybody, go follow me on Hive. Yeah, I'm about to start getting on there because I love you guys. Instagram ain't it if we got to get we got to get something going you know we're about to get on so. a new wave sis look let's let's drive <laughs> each other up on the hive mm -hmm. that's how I use my OnlyFans to like um try talk to be about it are you on. are you like 
butt ass naked on your OnlyFans? I've had so many questions about your OnlyFans. I know. That's the great, great, the great mystery. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sign up to know. So my question about your OnlyFans is what kind of messages are you getting on there? So I, I don't know if I want to reveal the secrets or not. <laughs> Uh, no, I have another, some, I have someone that runs it for me, honestly. Um, and they deal with that. I don't want to look at the messages. So, <laughs> um, that's like the beauty of it. I was like, I made a deal with somebody that they get a percent of my cut or whatever, and they can handle that part because that's the part I just did not want to deal with was like the so weird. You just do the content. Yeah. I just make the content and I still been posting on there like and stuff, but I really don't want to talk to people about that kind Are of stuff. Like- Hey, here's here's my boobs. Better days drops on Sting. Yeah, literally, I'm just on there like, look, guys, like I made this only advance to support the music, so make sure you're like, <laughs> you know, like here's my boobs and all, but make sure we're bringing it back to the music. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna sign up, and you're gonna be like walking on carpet and fuzzy socks or something, and you're gonna be like, ha ha, motherfucker. like. I'm trying, I'm trying to do more feet stuff, but like I'm telling you, it's a whole job, like. And I, if I do face stuff, like, I'm just going to have to dedicate like a whole day to that because it's just not something I'm passionate about. You know, like, could I make money off it? Yes. But like, it's not fun. That's what people say to me all the time. They're like, you should be on OnlyFans. And like, granted, okay, cool. I'm glad that you think that. I'm glad you think that I look good and I should be on OnlyFans. Yeah. But it's not a compliment, really, because like any girl could be on OnlyFans and make money if they're good at what they're doing and they know what they're doing. And it don't matter because there's a there's a, a rodeo for everyone and everyone has a taste and a vibe. So there's that. So it's not really a compliment. Like men want to be like, oh, well, I want to fuck you. OK, so does everyone and your dad yeah, literally, your brother, and your uncle and your best friend. Like, OK, that's not a compliment. Like, step it up. And so literally. the only fans saying that arena opening that can of worms for me personally freaks me out because I'm like, there's just no way I can deal with y'all. I yeah, exactly. That's why I don't deal with that. <laughs> I just make uh-huh. content. And that was the only way I was going to be able to do it. Um because I just get annoyed in general, just like off of Snapchat messages or just random DMs in general pisses me off. But the thing with the OnlyFans, I kind of just play off of the curiosity of the thirsty ones. Like it's the the OnlyFans is meant for the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it's for. Like I am. And that's who I like. Market. I'm so grateful for your support. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that—that's who I'm marketing it to, and they're shameless with it, and that's fine. Like they're the ones that's gonna pay for it, and they're gonna be ones literally that are gonna be supporting the all the other things. Like right now, I'm making probably about fifteen hundred dollars a month right now. Off How of much it. is your OnlyFans a month? How much are you charging? Fifteen dollars. She's premium, baby. Premium. Yeah, I, I, that's a, that was one thing too. I was like, I, if I'm doing this, like, bitch, y'all gonna be paying the the. I was like, my news ain't cheap. <laughs> just like, if I'm gonna do it, like, I'm not no five dollar person. Like, yeah, not, right. Like, I, so, you know what's crazy? And because everyone would message me all the time, like, because I'm already comfortable posting like naked pictures, yeah. anyways. Like, I'm not. That doesn't bother me. Like, whatever, titties, woohoo, whatever. But uh all the people messaging me all the time of like where's the uncensored one where's the uncensored kind of uncensored one da, 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 da. it's like i just roll my eyes every time oh my god oh my god oh my god shut up so whatever you guys want the uncensored 
time to pay up, bro. And here they are. You, guys you know, can go get what's home. the most that the OnlyFans can cost a month? Like 50 or? I don't know, but I definitely plan on raising prices eventually. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I need to, <laughs> I need, they if, I'm gonna at 50. if I'm going to need to do it, I'm thinking at least at least 75 a month just fuck all yeah you. i mean I got people on the patreon. Get up there, you know like the people will pay it and i have um, people on my patreon who don't see my boobs and they pay 50 dollars. so y'all exactly. pay more than that period exactly and i just feel like once and i told myself too like i was gonna wait until like i really had a big big following to like start it and but what really made it happen was I started, I got in an argument when right before I got blocked on Facebook, I got in an argument with some random boy about OnlyFans and he was just like, you guys, internet whore. I didn't even have an OnlyFans at that point. I just, he's pissed me off because I just see him. He's, I knew he was a bum and just was just complaining <laughs> about it. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm making OnlyFans today because you just, just as annoying. Like, <laughs> like, and I just did it and I didn't care. Now I just, play off of I make people think there's all people think probably I got hella porn on there or something or like people have been asking me now like to do porn with me or like can we make content and blah 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 and just like you guys think whatever you want yep sure there's I'm sucking dick on there for all you fucking know why don't you pay $15 and find out (laughs) and it's your daddy's dick you know what's (laughs) crazy about OnlyFans though is like what what I've been told by the people on there that that stay on there for a long time. It starts out slow and steady because people are curious. So once they figure it out, they want more and more and more and more and more until yeah. yeah. So there's no cat on that bitch. So it's like all freak bitches up in there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but, for sure. I'm sure they get more and more curious. I'm sure my titties won't entertain the entertain them for long. They may not renew after a while if they've already you know seen things. But it's are nice though. I always like when you post your uh, your you know. So I'm I'm happy with it. I was like I don't. I thought about it. Too. I was like, what if they leak this and that? And I'm just like, I just don't care anymore. I just don't like. <laughs> it's just like if it happens, it happens. Like and. You know, it, it has gotten me a little more comfortable with, like, doing other things. Like, for, like, I may eventually put a boy on there. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know what? If I had the right man, I could totally, totally be into some shit like Wait, that. Wait, take me and Rampage and we'll do, like, auditions for, like, partners for you. And we'll, yeah. we can make them go through all these obstacles. And we can have, like, they have to eat papayas and shit without their hands. And, like, we'll do all kinds of stuff. Right, audition to be on Peaches OnlyFans. Fuck yeah! Now I've heard for real people do start messaging me oh, about it. Like, yeah, way to do it is you sell the videos, like you put on there, and then Harold, stop it, stop Harold, my cat, stop it, fucking Harold, fucking Harold, Harold, no, <laughs> he's scratching my chair right now. Um, but yeah, I've thought about that. I don't know, that one might be way down the line, but. But she's giving y'all a taste, and so y'all need to hang on the line because the <laughs> line has got y'all hooked, and it's only gonna get better. Because I mean, they just feel frisky and turn the camera on, you know. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know about her. She's already got the capabilities. I love it here. I love that. This. this is my favorite thing. You know what I love about this whole situation is that organically, this all happened. After I found your card at the casting concert. That's why I will forever 
lay my cards everywhere because it it still organically creates connections for me. Whether people can knock the business cards or not, it still works for me. <laughs> Where do you guys put your, okay, so I have a problem with this. Like, I would love advice. So I have um, business cards that I have, like, for my personal business. And then I have business cards that we have for Lollipop. And, like, I'll hand them out to people. Like, if I'm talking and it comes up and I'll be like, these are my podcasts or whatever. But I never know how to like distribute my business cards. I'm always like, should I be doing this? Should I be waiting? Like, how do you guys move with that? I put them in places that I know someone will touch. They have to put their finger there. Like, or their their eyes. Whenever I see my eye automatically kind of like drift to, I'll put a card there. Like, it, it won't be in like, the regular places you're supposed to put business cards. I'm I'll putting put- them in public bathroom stalls, bro. For real. Yes, that's where I found them. In the bathroom. Found mine. Like I put, I put them on toilet seats. I put them on the tampon thing. I put them on sinks. I put them in the mirrors. <sighs> I put them in gas station credit card holders, ACM card holders, like anywhere that you audit. Like you have to somehow touch and see. Like when I'm at the gas station and like you run your card, I'll put like one on each thing where like they have to like see it when they look down at it like boom there's my face like <laughs> you know like, yeah just like stuff like that where they, they it has to be picked she up everywhere because when I was at that point, ground, you get out of the car and you're right just like my my eye has just drifted there I'll just throw a card there <laughs> how many times have you had people like do you regularly have people reach out that are like I found your business card in public yeah, like Nashville, like so funny. Like I came here a year ago and um I I'll drop some in, in elevator floors. I'll just throw a couple on the floor and they're looking down. And sure enough, a guy found one uh while I was here last year and, and messaged me and was like, Hey, I found your card on the floor. And then I met up with him that night at a different event. And then I reconnected with him when I came down here. You know what's wild about that? Because your face is on the card. I bet their first instinct is like, is this a hot hooker? Like, let me. Oh, yeah. I think they think, yeah. A lot of people, and just peaches in general, I get that a lot. They ask me, am I a stripper? And they say they look at it, they think I'm a stripper a lot of times. But no, I'm not a stripper, but the strippers love peach. And peach got the only fan, so fuck with her. Yep. Bring it in. I'll send you. I love it because you have to follow her on Spotify to be able to get the link. So it's the link don't just come. And the dudes are always so confused. Like when they message me about it, like that's the thing. I don't put it publicly out there. I don't just share a link. It's a very exclusive thing. Right. And uh, they get so confused when they message me about it. Or like I tell them to DM me the word fan. And then I'm like, and then I, I collect all their emails. What's your email? And they think I'm going to email it to them. Like, no, actually just put you on my email list. B.I. Peach sounds so exclusive now. Like, you're so exclusive with, like, the nudies behind the scene, too. And, like, the V.I.P. part of that. I, I like, it's all branded. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, that really is on point because a lot of people are probably wondering how you can do so many different things. But when you have a brand and the brand is you and it's that passion and that energy and that authenticity that's fueling that, 
then it, you cannot be stopped. And that's why you must be around people in your circle or people that inspire you or people that you're inspired by, because that's the only way you're going to get out of those struggle cycles. Because like you said, you were praying for better days, but you didn't just stay there and cry and wait and, and like complain and then point fingers. You got up and fucking did something. You took out a loan and invested in yourself. You started recording music. You started doing things that you never done that scared you. So anyone who didn't hear her first interview, she's only been doing music for like three years right yeah two and a half almost three now yeah so two and a half years and that's a little bit of time when you look at the grand scheme of what 10 years of that type of consistency and drive and passion and artistry where that's gonna take you and so many people give up in these ruts and these download or down low points and they're like I can't and they don't it's not and like and that's why I love you and like your energy and that's why I like commenting and like supporting because I like seeing you on my feed and I know how it is to only get a few likes on something you're really passionate about but it's like it doesn't really matter because if there's people who actually see that vision and see you shining your light then it really doesn't matter who sees it and I always tell Gemini and like my clients and different people like if there was five likes versus five people in your living room like that's a lot of people if there's five people at my house right now there's too many people here so five likes I'm good so if there's 20 or 100 like imagine like collaborating with 100 people or 100 people like you know really being there and writing for your project like it's a big deal so you know I know we base everything on numbers but even like our Spotify wrap for the podcast after six months there was 65 people that had us their number one podcast and maybe 10 people tagged us but I mean 65 people if there were 65 people in like a class or you know at a video shoot or wherever that's a lot of people thanks absolutely and I always say that too like with your music career or anything like that like it's for success or like to make a hundred thousand dollars doing music like I only need like maybe like a thousand fans that are really would actually like come up to a thing or buy my merch you know like stuff like that like that's the goal like is to get you know pay for your art and and just like that like I don't have to be Rihanna status like the goal is to change the world with all the things, <laughs> you know, like, well, it's really about that ripple effect of the lives you touch. Like you're teaching your daughter to chase her dreams. You're inspiring me and Gemini and other people that you're touching. I know a lot of people um, had commented on your journey, just mm-hmm. being like really liking the interview that we had with you. Cause they could feel your passion and stuff. And I personally get, extra inspired by being around people who are chasing dreams that feel scary because then it tells me and shows me even more to lean into trust and surrender and going with that because I know that my heart is to like help people and to serve spirit and the more doors that open with my spirituality it just connects me with people that are also living that same energy through their art or through their passions and it's beautiful absolutely I couldn't agree more I definitely see people like uh, uh, me attracting to those kind of people and understanding now at first I didn't really understand it but I do see now more like why people are attracted to me and and come around me that like see me chasing my dreams and they're inspired that and they want to kind of do the same thing and I've done that here that's like the network that I've built so far in the in the last six months is um 
people, you know, oh, oh, there's a woman who had left since I've met her has left her abusive husband and, and then a man I work with who's left his abusive wife who are both very close to me now and chasing their dreams. One, the one girl wants to start her own podcast or a life coaching course. And she comes and meets with me like once a week, just to talk about the things. And I kind of just, you know, tell her what I've been doing or have done and kind of keep her through that. And then the guy who regularly, um, you know, calls me and he just wants to be around me because he likes that I'm chasing my dream and it just kind of fuels his, his fire. (laughs) No, yeah, I love that. That's exactly what's happening. I know Gemini has been getting so much feedback from people through the podcast, both podcasts, because they're watching or listening to both or watching both. And I love that because it's a beautiful awakening moment when you see that you really can create your reality and like you don't have to live in pain and misery or fear and like being in your own power is its own magic. Yeah, and I've been thinking about, like I said, start my my podcast back up as well, but kind of rebranding into more of just being like speaker truth and and being it more that I can bring people on to kind of talk about. It doesn't have to be just so abuse focused, but like still have that aspect to it that I do want to bring on people that have experienced abuse and, um, but just have a, a lot of different like artists. I want to talk about you know the abuse and and narcissism that happens within the music industry and um, just everyone's different experiences and what everything that's changed since I've started the podcast as well. But I do want to bring other people in to help me with it just because it was a lot like that was just was a lot for me to, to do on my own. So that's why I reached out about your friend that was doing the podcast and uh, I just had a lot of success with it in the beginning. I think it, it may just add to kind of the mix of things that I have going on right now and um, help with promotion, different things. But ultimately I wanted to always tie in that, that aspect of what my ultimate goal is to really bring to light the problem of abuse and domestic violence. And it may not be a super popular thing to talk about within the music industry, but ultimately that was my my goal was like hey look at me and I'm VIP doing things but we need to also focus on this and fix this problem <laughs> I think there's a lot of abuse that's like integrated in in all of Hollywood honestly but in the music industry specifically and I think that you know the Me Too movement really went and it brought out a lot of things in Hollywood, but I didn't see it necessarily go and impact the music industry. Um, and, you know, you have people like R. Kelly, where it's very obvious that like they're guilty of doing this, but people still bump their songs because that's still, you know what I mean? What? Why are you? 11-11 and you all were talking and I wanted I to. I just say- got a text saying eleven eleven right when you said that. I didn't realize that that Jess girl and Peach had so much in common until Jess just texted me 11-11 and she must have sent it to you too. And we're recording and I was about to say, let's name drop Jess and her music. And she has an abuse podcast. How do you make music and have an abuse podcast? And she makes music and has an abuse podcast. No, for real. So we have, um, so my friend Jess that I was connecting you with, um, she does, she's in Chattanooga. She does modeling. She does music. She does all kinds of stuff. And her husband was the one who 
did all the, he was basically her management and she showed up and was beautiful and the talent. And he unexpectedly passed away three months ago. And so she's really been in this like finding herself process. And she wanted me to co-host. So they had a domestic violence um, survivor podcast and they would um, help find um, victims who were leaving or survivors, excuse me, who were leaving. They would help find them like housing and get them in touch with counselors and things like that. And so when he passed away, she wanted me to help her with the podcast and getting it built back up. And I was like that, like, I can't live in that space. I've experienced that. That's so much. And I, I'm, I can't live in that space. Um, but I see her doing so much with it. And I, and I did a reading for her and it's totally a part of her, like rebuilding and like finding her independence is that podcast. And, um, I just think that you two together, you are so, um, focused on your path and you know who you are and you're very strong, independent, and you're also navigating this whole field alone. And I think that she could just really use you. Really needs support. And honestly, like Jim and I was like, I really want to know if you can just kind of help Jess. Cause I know you don't know her and you're an outsider and kind of things. And so I was like, she doesn't really need specific, like, this is what you need to do. She needs like an overall like change of support system and like finding like that independence. But I just realized all these synchronicities as she texts both of us at 11, 11, she never does that to me ever. And it's December 1st. And we just were talking about her. And I'm yes. having the whole like epiphany moment for everyone listening. That is organic telepathic communication. She heard us say her name. And I'm telling you, Peach, as soon as we get off this call, um, not only should we go ahead and drop this podcast like tomorrow, um, we're going to drop it as a bonus episode and then go back to regularly scheduled programming. And there will be no more guests until Peach comes back because we are just going back to the raw, authentic <laughs> us. And we wanted to have this beautiful soul on here because we want you all to get very familiar with her because she's doing a lot of magical stuff in just so many arenas. But I did not even connect the dots with Jess doing the modeling as, and everything as well. I'm shook. Like, I'm going to call Jess when we get off the call and, and prep her for the group text because this is... I'll, I'll literally throw us all into a group text as soon as we're off of this. It's crazy. Let's run it. Yeah, I know. I texted her and I just, I'm so bad. I tweet, I text back late and things. So I, I texted her earlier today, I think. Maybe. I go days without texting her and I'm like, oh shit, in my mind, I responded and we had a whole conversation. Yeah, that part, so. But yeah, that's exactly what I talked to her about is getting it started again and whether that's, we'll figure out all the details and stuff, but I definitely, I need to co-host. She needs to co-host. We can be great. And y'all both are in Tennessee and you just moved to Tennessee. I know. Oh, she, okay. She got a new Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Hey, and she just, so like, I'm just going to talk about her. She went on, I'm like so proud of her. She went on this huge soul journey since like Jack passed away and what happens when, and I, and I seeing this firsthand, when someone dies, that's very close to you, everybody comes in and for like two weeks, everybody's texting you and calling you and they're coming to this and they're coming to that and they're all up in your business and you can't breathe and it's all up in your posts. And then 
months start to go on and people go, why are you still posting about him? How come you don't, uh, why are you posting photos of yourself? That's so conceited. Your husband just died. And like, it's like a back and forth thing. So she's had friends that like have just fallen off and it's been this whole rebuilding a community around her. And I feel like we discussed that last time we had you on the podcast and then Mm -hmm. It feels like, yeah, like full circle to be talking about it now and like just seeing things that were discussed to happen in the future. Yeah, absolutely. We manifested it. And I know like all the intention that we all have to just serve our life purpose is aligning us with people who also have that intention and energy. And we were talking about this earlier and I'll continue to elaborate. You are the literal sum of the people you're around. It doesn't matter if it's your mom or your dad or whoever, if they're complaining and they're negative and they're bitching about money and work and all these things that are like human human constructs like they're not worried about their soul they're not worried about helping people they're not worried about fulfilling any purpose like their noise is so loud in their reality that helping someone could not even be a factor until they help themselves and I just want to say that every single one of us sitting here right now has been through some really dark ass shit and better days are on the way when you actually get in tune with that energy because if you stay in that rainy pessimistic environment you will continue to let the world rain on you but until you learn how to like dance in the rain and enjoy all of that because it does fuel you it gives you passion it gives you purpose and we've really been in this like gratitude zone on the podcast just really grateful for the people who do see that and support and want to see people win and clap for people even when it's not their turn yet and that's what I love because it don't matter who's going up we all going up and when I saw you going up on TikTok I was so excited for you and then when they deleted your shit you would have thought they deleted my shit because I boycotted it I was like I'm done with TikTok you was so mad I was so mad. I'm not, I didn't say nothing to you, but I didn't want to like continue the negativity, but I was pissed. I haven't been live in like two months. I oh. barely been posting. I'm like, fuck this. I'm over it. Like I'm just over the censorship, the, the, you know, promoting bullshit and then suppressing stuff that's enlightening and exciting and empowering. And I see this in my post regularly and that's fine because who gets the message needs the message and that's enough for me. I'm cool with it because I have enough private clients to really, I don't even need y'all on the internet. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not fighting for views anymore because I don't even care. Like I'm getting that connection from people like Peach and Gemini and people I've met. It's just like, it's open new doors where I just don't care about the non-supporters anymore. For sure. Yeah. And honestly, I'm sorry. I'll touch on that just real quick that someone messaged me today. Like I was promoting all my YouTube stuff and to put all my YouTube out there. I was like, Hey, you know, subscribe to my YouTube. And one guy messaged, it's always a guy. It's always a fucking guy. He messaged me and was like, Oh, you need to take that fight off your YouTube. That's just unprofessional. And I just really made you just lost a subscriber because of that. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think about it I was like it's staying on there that's a part of my story I want people to know not to fuck with me and uh I defended myself with my property 
I'm not ashamed of it. And I've gained more support than I have ever gotten not support for it. And if someone doesn't want to follow me or support me, then that they're not meant for me or my story or my journey. And I really don't care what you think about it. <laughs> like, I just was so mad. <laughs> like, I was, you know, I'm so tired of people telling me like what I should be playing. I was like, no, like it's staying. It is there. And I really don't care what you think about it. <laughs> Search Peach Fight on YouTube. <laughs> uh, Rampage told me that I have to watch it and I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's fine. You know, some people get, uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I wanted to be there because it, it is me and a part of me and I'm not ashamed of it. And I do, I just... I want it to be there. That's a part of your journey and your your whole thing is being authentic and sharing your authentic self. So you're not, you can't erase things that have happened in the past. People are going to also see an evolution. People who keep videos that like, you know, if you scroll on my videos, what the fuck was happening? We don't know, but those videos are still there because like, that's a part of the evolution and you show people around you that you're human and that you can come from here and end up here. Right. That's what he said. So he was like, no one wants to see your home life. I thought you were a superstar. And then I saw that fight. I was like, well, you know, I'm a whole real person. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say only fans idea. Y'all get on there and it's just me and Peach Pillow fighting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, naked. They would pay big money for it. The highest bidder for the video. No. You know what I think is cool about the internet is you never know who you're going to touch that day. You don't know who's going to wake up and find your podcast or find your music or listen to something that changes their life. And I really don't even care about the people who can't see that vision because they wake up with no motivation to help and serve spirit or even work with themselves. Like they don't even know how to work with themselves. They just are in these limiting energy energies and I love repeating it to people who can now see the progress in themselves like maybe they've only been diving in for a couple months or a year or less it doesn't matter it's like you've taken that energy and transformed it from being limited to being open yeah I can't wait until till I start getting the messages from some, some someone that has heard better days or you know, I listened to better days today and it kept me going or, you know, oh. it helped this or, you know, like that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cause that's ultimately really what it was. Like when I wrote, it was like, just was supposed to be my motivational song too. I was literally writing to myself and talking to myself in the song because in that moment of time, I really needed to keep going. I needed to keep pushing and that, and I just listened to it over and over again to get me through that time that I was going through. And I just, I really hope it does that for other people when it's out there. And Better Days drops January 6th. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. We're going to sample the song and we'll have all of her information in the description box. Make sure you all are subscribing, following, and sharing the podcast. Make sure you're tapping in with VIP. Peach. Yes. Thank you for being here. We're about to bombard you all with content so just get ready thank you guys so much appreciate you Bye. Oh, 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 oh. we are peach